0: Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. This part of the programme is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations.
1: A-teamers, uh, we are speaking about a sensitive issue, uh, but uh, one that is very relevant. Um, can mothers be named murderers. Can mothers kill? Uh, we've heard of cases of mothers killing their children, but uh, sometimes um, you know, we, we don't speak about these issues. And I know A-Team is, when we were speaking about gender-based violence at some point, we were sending messages saying that, why do we never speak about those women, those mothers who have uh, killed their children? Because they're also murderers. Why are we not putting the spotlight on them? And we're trying to understand this particular um, should I call it a phenomena, or should should I call it a a situation that is existing in our society but not much is being said about it because yes, we always want to talk about the victims and the ripple effect of any action to our society but the one thing that is also quite critical is also to look at the cause of such so that the perpetrator can uh, get assistance if that's what uh, should be done. Our guest today is um, author of an award winning book, Bear the Blessers Game and I'm Sure, you know who I'm talking about, Jackie Pamudze. Thank you very much for joining us, Jackie. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, Patricia? Jackie, in these trying times, I choose to be strong. How are you? I'm hanging in there. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Hang in with a bit of faith. Uh, I know yeah. this topic is very, very sensitive, uh, but it's one that you are you are well-versed to speak about because you've recently launched a book, Liwa, and uh, this particular book obviously is a continuation from other books uh, that you have written um, and just uh, developing your character. But this particular character goes through um, um, a postpartum depression and ends up doing something very atrocious. So you've studied and you know, looked into characteristics of women who go through this. Take us through the process.
2: So basically what I did um, with Liwa, um which is very different from my previous works of writing, is that I I followed about three or four cases of um, mothers who had killed their children. I think one that you might... Um, remember is a case of a lady in Limpopo who poisoned her children um, last year just in the beginning of COVID. Um, she gave them red poison and the children died about two days later while they were still in the home. And then she went on to keep the, the bodies of the children in the house in the hopes that the, the boyfriend will arrive and see what she had done because the the boyfriend was was planning to leave her so in a spike of rage she then decided to present children to see if she will be able to get a reaction out of the the partner but the partner had made up his mind that he's going to leave her anyway regardless of what she does so she went on to killing the children so i I started doing research about this type of behavior to see um, can we say women are born serial killers or they are um, they are sort of forced by society to end up becoming um, murderers so as I was going through these cases I see that actually there's a lot of them Um, these two women in Johannesburg who also had killed their children Um, and then there was a case in Cape Town of a a young girl who had poisoned her mother because she felt that her mother was toxic, um, and she had no way out. So she thought that, okay, if she poisoned her mother, she would slightly get sick. She did not really intend to kill her. She had just hoped that she would just get sick, and then... She would sort of get a, a rude awakening. <laughs> I don't know how she was rationalizing that, but her mother ended up having a stroke in the process and she passed on. So, um, so what I did was I created two different characters in the book to sort of tell the story of the different females, um, because obviously I was not, I had not gotten the rights to write. A specific a specific book about one specific person especially because they were on a trial so I decided to use the content of the case itself to create a story but not specific to one person so that it is sort of a general um, story but very relatable to different cases and um, so that's what I did with Lewa. <laughs>
1: So it's very safe to say that these cases are not rare. They do happen often. Um, But then the question I've got for our A-team listeners is, A-teamers, what do you think causes such outrage uh, in women um, to end up killing their own children? I mean, there's also an issue now uh, of a case where a child killed their own mother. What causes this? Mm. And I know it's so quick for us as a society to to talk about gender-based violence and only... Aim it at men. And we forget that gender-based violence is not men against women. It's against any prejudice uh, of of any gender, whether you're homosexual, bisexual, or or heterosexual. So we are talking about gender-based violence, but zooming in on women killing children... Talk to me, call in, ask your questions. Jackie has done extensive research around this particular topic. She's an award-winning author and um, and, and someone who at least has some understanding as to why this happens. The number to dial in on is 11 714 or you can send a WhatsApp to 0614-104107. Jackie, um, here's a message here from Coach Tabang in Kimberly who says, according to Criminal Act, if you kill a person, no matter if it's your child or what, you will be charged with murder. So if this is what the law says, we are society, what are we saying? Are we saying that women are suffering postpartum depression depression? Um, well,
2: the law is the law and we can't dispute the law. However, there's a lot of things that women honestly go through that we sometimes inherit. Um, for example, schizophrenic behavior is inherent, and we we sort of don't go through DNA testing to see what diseases we have inherited from our family so that we are aware of such. Now it's easy for a woman to say, oh, I, I have postpartum depression, I've got what bipolar disorder, we, we're sort of in the midst of things like self-diagnose ourselves because we feel sad, because we feel under pressure, because we have gone through a breakup or we have lost money or we've lost a house or something. So we tend to self-diagnose instead of actually getting a proper medical diagnosis and also asking medical professions to go through our DNA and bloodline to see what other mental disorders can we inherit that we that could could be lying dormant and we don't know, and they are triggered by certain events like pregnancies, miscarriages, um, trauma, um, even just societal pressure can trigger certain behaviour. Um, also, we look at for somebody who has become a serial killer or a serial murderer, um, they, they have mastered the art of psychologically forgetting what they do. So they will do one thing and they will get the thrill of it and they will feel like, oh, I can do it again. So you kill your first child and then you kill the second one, you kill the third one, and then you end up killing your husband and it goes on and on and on. But it's important for us to don't try to self-diagnose, whereas it's easy to tell a friend, oh, friend, you're just depressed, oh, friend, you're just sad, oh, friend, you're just angry. But you actually don't realize that that person could have a very serious mental disorder that they were born with. And because of life, certain things triggered a certain behavior or a chemical reaction that causes a a behavior So, yes, the law does say if you kill someone, of course it's murder. We cannot dispute that. But my question is, how do we detect killers before they kill?
1: Very good question uh, that uh, Jackie. and uh, I'm uh, really hoping that the engagements are going to be fruitful. We are not trying to um, make excuses here for uh, crimes. We are not trying to uh, to to, to uh, glorify these crimes. but what we are trying to say is there is an issue in our society. We have been silent about it. Uh, we're not zooming in on it, and that's what we are aiming to do here on the late night conversations. I've got a teamer anonymous on the line. Good evening.
3: I hear you, Patricia, and I guess...
1: We are strong and anonymous. What's your comment or your question?
3: Um, You know, let me just start by saying um, I once uh, uh, went to the social worker and then I was telling the social worker how I get to be abused by my wife. I'll go to the the point directly. Let me just give you this uh, scenario first. So quickly, the social worker asked me... I was explaining a lot of things concerning the abuse that I'm receiving from the wife. I said, there is a problem that I see I think it has to do with an emotional problem or a mental problem. The social worker asked me, what did you do to her for her to do what she's doing to you? That's where the problem is. Why am I Mm. citing this example? I'm citing this example because now when women commit murder, there must be a study to around, it means there is something we have to, but men, when they commit murder, they are There is no study that is being conducted. It means men are born criminals. Men are born murderers. We must not justify anything. If a woman kills a child or a a man, she is a murderer. If a man kills a woman or a man, he is a murderer. We must conduct studies as well. We have been saying as men as well that when...
4: When, when, when
3: a man commit murder, uh, uh, commit such kind of a, 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 a thing, we must not, we must treat it as the same as the woman does what the man does. So we must not come up with some excuses. It's an excuse to say uh, we must uh, come up with a study. There is no way. These are angels. We are angels as women. Whatever we do, there is something But when the man does it, he was born like that. He's a criminal. So that's my point. Let us not uh, 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 come up with an excuse. A murderer is a murderer. A woman is a murderer if she murders a child. A man is a murderer when he murders a child, a a, a human being. That's it. We must not come with excuses.
1: Mm. Anonymous, I, I hear you loud and clearly I want to just ask, with your case uh, um, at the social worker and your partner were you able to get some assistance?
3: You know what what, what, what what? I told the social worker I said the same thing that I'm doing I said, that's where the problem is You are asking me, what did I do to her? That's where the problem is. And then I, I said she, she said to me, no, there must be something that we have done to her. I said, there's nothing. I even opened the, the, the protection order against her, she contravened, and then she was charged. And then she, after being charged, she was found guilty. Still, even when I explained that there must be me, I said there is nothing. And then I just left the social work. I said this is where the humanistic psychology has the problem. This is that I don't believe in the humanistic psychology because we are so biased. We don't listen. We once we stick to, men are criminals. I didn't get any assistance. I just left her like that. Now I'm dealing with my issues myself, with my God, because I have realized too that this humanity. We as so all biased as human beings. Woman kills a child. There must be something wrong. He must. It means the boyfriend has done something to her. She can't do. She's an angel. There's nothing that she can. She, she cannot do any
1: harm. We are experiencing this thing. Mm, anonymous, thank you for calling in. I'm going to go to Mz. Um AT MZ, good evening. Hi,
3: Mrs. Well.
1: good evening, Mz.
3: Hello, sis.
1: We can hear you Mz. Go ahead.
3: Okay, okay. I I would try not to be emotional but uh, I I don't I don't understand what this certification is for. As the the, the previous caller is saying if it's someone if it's a man we will call all the names but now we must justify this we must find ways just just this week a woman there in the in the, in the western cape took picture circulating uh, in the in, 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 in internet for her own daughter took a 4 year old sell it in in, in in the internet now we must go and uh, and, and justify that nonsense Come on, guys. We can do it better. Or else, we must try to find out. Even these crooks, these men who are killing their own wives, what is wrong with them? We must try to understand them as well. Therefore, you, you, you will see.
1: Mm. Thank you very much, Mzee. Uh, we've heard you loud and clearly. Another anonymous on the line. Good evening.
3: If it's men, it's Charles.
1: Hello, anonymous.
3: Yes, hello, anonymous. Yes. I just, I just I just, want to respond to this this anonymous you just called there. If it's a man, it's called men and women abuse. When it comes to men, no one bothers about it. It is, It pains. There are so many men being killed out there. Women are killing men out there. A lot of men, they are dead and it never spoke, no one spoke about it no one speaks about it but i just want to say thank you for bringing this topic up tonight
1: all right, Anonymous. You, you sound yeah. like you're emotional as well. It is very sad. Um, and it's a difficult conversation because uh, also note, uh, Jackie's female, I'm female. We are not speaking from a point of we are glorifying this. It's, it's an issue that needs to be spoken of. And it's a sad one. It's a sad one. It's a sad reality we face in our country. Thank you very much, though, Anonymous. I'm going to go back to Jackie. Jackie, we've heard from two Anonymouses and M Z. All right, around this issue and it seems that it, it comes across that women are being, are, are being protected you know the words like women are angels were being used by our callers and the fact that even when men are going to seek for help when they can see the telltale signs that this lady is not doing okay mentally they don't get the professional help because people always want to blame men um it, it, it's
2: very true, and I agree with all of them. And I, I, I really appreciate the fact that men are the ones who are calling, because um, we cannot justify murder or any kind of abuse. And it's very true and unfortunate that when men report cases of physical physical violence or emotional violence or financial violence um, or financial abuse, they're really not believed firsthand and their, their investigations into their cases take longer, and sometimes they, they're ridiculed because of those cases. And it's so unfortunate that our justice systems look look at men as, as if they're the only criminals that exist, whereas there are a lot of female narcissists, a lot of female psychopaths and killers that get away with murder because... We look at women as these fragile beings, these innocent beings who who have no potential of killing and abusing anyone. But the truth of the matter is there is a, a huge increase in women who kill partners and who kill their children. And yes, um, sometimes it is mental issues and sometimes it's premeditated. So I think this is why... I really wanted to write this book to to, to show women and to show men that we we, we see what's happening, and it's unfortunate that we can't even speak about it because even when we look at history itself, a lot of female spies in, whether it's political parties or um, in corporate, you find that there's a lot of women who were part of syndicates of killing people, whether it's Drug mules, um, drug lords, um, club owners—all of these people. But women have always been there in in, in those in those kind of syndicates. Um, and it, it, it's, it's the perfect time to really talk about it because we can't just go on and say, "Oh well, men are the only bad ones." But what are we, what what are we doing about the women who are killing? Is there anybody who is bringing these conversations up to the forefront and say there is a trend, there is stats, there are women who are on trial, there are women who are already in prison, but how can we prevent this kind of behavior? And how do we make men comfortable to speak about their abuse in their spaces?
1: Well, this is a safe space. That's why we call it the closet conversation and I'd like to remind you, A Team listeners, that no one under the age of eighteen should be tuned in. It is a sensitive one, but it is one that needs to be had. I'm going now to the lines. I'm gonna start off with Ngonde. Good evening, A Team Ngonde. Good evening, Node. Yeah, Pila I'm Right.
3: Okay. Um allowed to make one comment. Maybe your guest can square some circles for me. But here I posit a theory that a woman, when she gives birth for the first time, right, there's a piece, piece of her marble in her brain that gets lost, right? For the second time, you know, it goes on and on. Second marble, third bubble. It is quite conceivable that definitely, The post, I call it postpartum, depression, or okay? So, if she then murders her babies or her husband, I question whether her state of mind was balanced, right? Whether she was herself, so to speak, right? Because Patricia, truth be told, we cannot be clinical about this thing, right? I can commit murder, now kill somebody. But if I have what the criminal law says um self defence, right? Although I would have committed murder, now somebody will lie dead. However the law, right, not moral, the law will not view me as being capable of that murder. Right? If there's a reason that compels me to have done that. In other words I was defending myself. Right? In other words, it is one of the proscripts of law that would render you not capable although you have committed murder. And I want to yes, to honestly conclude for me that case of a woman in Limpompo who killed or murdered whatever her babies, was she found capable? In other words, was she found guilty of that murder? Because to me, rest my case, if a woman commits murder, but her state of mind was questionable, it's not murder to me. Patricia, thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much, Ngoonde. I'm going now to Jay. Good evening, Atima Jay.
5: Uh, good evening, uh, Patricia. You know, um, uh, traditionally uh, among our Indians, I'm, uh, I'm not being uh, segregating in any way. Uh, when a woman has a baby, she has uh, she's given a, a, a lot of rest and a, a lot of supplements nutritionally, and she is away from a lot of uh, you know um, uh, what can I say like uh, a lot of rest from any kind of uh, psychological and uh, Outside, a, a lot of uh, pampering and uh, taken care of. Uh, these days, we notice young girls and mothers, they and the way they dress, they they don't they not kept warm, and they, you know, uh, think all these things affect them later on in life, and uh, with the result, uh, even among our our class of people. Uh, we notice this kind of a depression, their anger, their reaction. All this comes out a, a little later in life, and the way they neglect the children, they are not loving and caring like what it was in the past. They want to live a very very modern life. They feel no now that they have given birth, uh, it's over and done, and they they have to, they are normal. Really speaking, it takes about 18 months to three years for that woman to become very, very stable psychologically in mind in accepting what she has brought forward and what she has to do and what's her responsibility in towards that new life. And uh, one of the things we notice is very, very early in life, the child is left in caregivers and nursery school, and these are the things that separates that connection with the mother and the child. Thank you very and much, Jay.
1: Yeah. We've heard you loud and clearly. Uh, so sometimes we need to take care of our uh, our mothers and our ladies from a young age, from nutrition and um, the way they dress as well so that they're kept warm. Um, let me go back to Jackie so that we can weigh in and we'll come back to you and and France on the line. Jackie, you've heard what Ngonda said. He asked you to please, uh, you know, square some circles for him around this issue. Was uh, the, 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 the lady that you investigated in Limpopo charged
2: she was charged because um, she handed herself in and the neighbors also were quite a great help in in giving evidence to what they had seen over the the preceding weeks and the days when this murders were happening and also they were also used as witnesses to her state of mind leading up to the killings Um, A psychologist was brought in, also a a team of criminologists were brought in to to, to sort of do research on how and why it happened. Um, She was also taken in for drug testing, if she was on any kind of drug or mental mental issues kind of thing. But it's still an ongoing case. We don't know if she was given, uh, her sentence has um, happened as yet it was still under investigation and she was still in a psychiatric ward at the time of my um, research. So, but yes, she was, the, the case was opened for murder um, and she was still in police custody.
1: And uh, just a, a, your thoughts on what Jay has said, I mean, in terms of how women after giving birth should be taken care of and even before that.
2: It is, Um for an example from adolescents girls experience a lot of hormonal changes as opposed to men Um, and then there are some triggers that will alter a female's mental state especially after um, the teens pregnancy also how they relate to the pregnancy itself there are women who find themselves in situations where They've had multiple abortions. They get to maybe the third and fourth, and then they end up falling pregnant at the fifth uh, pregnancy, and they end up not even bonding with the child, the child at all. Or maybe it's a case of the family wants her to fall pregnant because she's just gotten married. She doesn't make the choice herself. Her husband forces her into um, pregnancy, and then she never really forms a bond with this child. Or sometimes it's just hormonal imbalances where you just feel like you're not within your right state of mind, you don't recognize your body, you end up resenting the child. Um, also, if there's issues of existing abuse in the relationship, such things trigger certain behaviors in women. Um, post-traumatic stress, also childhood trauma, if maybe a woman was raped or abused as a child, those things also play a uh, a role in how they treat their children after they have the cho- the, the, the children after they bear the children um, also things like hormonal imbalances especially when a woman is on their period those things also form part of behavior also contraceptives that we take as women whether it's the pill injection or um, patches those things change the behavior of, of women um, hormonally and emotionally so there's a lot of factors that could lead up to somebody killing someone because of a chain of events so that's why men also are treated differently when it comes to cases of murder because we look at circumstances of the murderer where was she what was happening was she on any kind of medication um, even if it's something as simple as um, anxiety medication Um, That also influences behavior. Um, If you're on and off um, some kind of mental um, medication, that also changes how you behave. If it's mixed with um, hormones for a pregnancy, maybe you needed something to help you with a pregnancy. If you were not stable enough to have your own baby, you were given extra injections or hormones. That also influences how you behave. So there's a lot of things that we cannot run away from or shy away from when it comes to the behaviour or post-traumatic behaviour that women go through.
1: Let me go uh, for a quick break and then we'll come back with our A-teamers.
5: For the
4: love of the game.
0: For unskippable, no-click baiting and cookie-free, with lots of real followers and likes. Place your sales campaign on SAFM. Radio is still the best place to advertise your business at affordable rates. SAFM, with its national footprint and top personalities, offer advertisers distinctive opportunities to reach their target audience. Email sales at safm.co.za. SAFM, the influencer you can trust.
1: The SABC's video entertainment division is looking for a content licensing manager for the SABC platforms. Um, The candidate must have at least five years of experience within content acquisition and or broadcasting environment and holds the necessary qualifications. For more information and detailed specs, please visit the SAPC's website, which is sapc.co.za. You go to the careers page under corporate info uh, menu tab. Remember that the advertised position closes on the 9th of August 2021.
0: Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations.
1: A very sensitive topic that we are having here. We are talking about um, women and uh, going through... um, um, issues that cause them uh, to kill their own children and uh, I mean murder is murder, crime is crime but we are trying to bring a spotlight to this issue so hopefully we can find our society ridding itself of this um, atrocity. <laughs> our guest is an uh, author and a award winning author um, Jackie Pamutze and uh, she's recently launched a book that's quite a thriller, Liwa and uh, it's around it's a character that had uh, a similar experience Experience. but let me go to the lines now of France you've been holding patiently good evening good How evening France you? strong thanks yes, hi I'm good um
3: to, to, to your guest, uh Jackie um please like, give me the name of the book I'll give us the name of the book once you are done I just have to go and read that book and get everything that you're trying to explain in the book because we don't have enough time uh but when coming to my story um I'm divorced because uh, I was nearly murdered by my, um, my 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 own wife, and uh, I couldn't understand the reason behind it. Uh, because she she was okay, there was nothing wrong with her. Uh, she was not even abused mentally or physically, but we just had a disagreement because of the message that she got on my phone, and she misunderstood. And then she nearly stabbed me with a knife in the shower, and I had to beg for my life. For that to help, I mean, for, for her to stop, and that's the reason why I have to terminate um, our marriage. So, I, I hear Jay trying to explain everything, but um, I, I, I think maybe women, by nature, they are not mentally okay. there's something wrong that we should learn. I mean, about them, or as men, we should be taught how to deal. I mean, with women, because I, I believe women are mentally not okay. I mean around the area of Polukwani in Mangwing in the past month, um th- there's a child that has been dumped in the bush for the whole night. Fortunately that child was, I mean, found alive the following day by a passerby. Uh says when was it? When? Well, yesterday actually. There's a child that was buried, I mean, at the mountain just after the visit of Limpopo. Of the I mean yes, of Limpopo. It, that child was beat out by dogs, you know. So I don't understand how women have the guts, you know, to do these kinds of things. And, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie, you forget about the lady in then who killed her four kids
4: sure. as
1: well. Franza, uh, thank you for the question. Jackie will respond. It's so sad to know that there are so many cases, and yet they don't get the correct spotlight, so we can be able to address them as a society. Gosnati, you're on the line. Good evening.
3: Good evening, Patricia. Uh, good evening to Sister Jackie. The author there. Uh, I would, I would, I would, uh, tend to agree with, with, with her approach uh, because these uh, to associate women or a woman with murder was very rare where I come from. I it's it's it's. It's only recent where you found uh, women associated with murder, uh, killing their own children, some of them giving birth, and and, and kill the child and throw them into the pit toilet and so on. So uh, it does require some investigation, but I would also uh, suggest maybe that how is it possible uh, after she she, she concluded her findings and submitted them, Uh, uh, to the authorities uh, to form part of mandatory uh, uh, procedure when a a trial, such as when a woman has killed her her own kids, uh, for certain evaluation, be it mental evaluation or her previous history, as as we always see when criminal trials are held, some accused are referred for mental observation and and so on um and because it, it, it's uh it, it's it's from where i come from i, I remember i was a, a a crime scene investigator a crime scene expert I, I i invented cases but i don't remember in my 30 years as, as, as a as a police officer coming across uh, these new cases that are cropping up something could be behind uh, the, the, these cases
1: yeah, most definitely, and that's why we're having this conversation. Thank you very much, Mr. Donald. Good evening, Atema. Oh, good evening, how are you? Strong, Donald. Yes, I'm good. Can you hear me properly? Loud and clearly, please go ahead. Yes. Well, to
3: be honest with you, I agree with the more.
1: <phone rings> Oof, Donald, your line has cut there. We'll try and uh, get hold of you again. But um, in the meantime, let's go back to Jackie. Jackie, could you please respond to uh, France? I mean, he had a tragic uh, ex- encounter, from what he has told us. But also, Ubam uh, is saying he's been, um, you know, a crime scene investigator for many years, and he's never come across such. So, clearly, there's something here. Sure.
2: Um, the thing is, with every case... Um Every case is, diff- is different, and also mo- motivation is also different towards the towards killing. And he asked the question of how did I get to a conclusion. Um, like I said earlier, on when the show started, I, I followed four cases that were very similar, um, and I created a story out of the four cases. Not that the cases were concluded. What I did was I took um, the merits of each case and I created my own to investigate this ongoing phenomena. Not that I have concluded and said the, the cases are done and this is my final conclusion or resolution. I am posing questions to ask what is going on in society because there's an increase in women killing children and their partners. Is there... Uh, maybe a scientific reason, or is there just mental issues, or is it all premeditated? So maybe that's why um, I decided to write a book that questions this. So there is no resolution because at this point, most of the cases are still pending, and it will take a very long time till they are concluded because of yes, procedures and investigations that are still behind, witness witness statements that I have not fallen through. Um, trials that have not been concluded. Also, I mean, I did um, mention earlier on that this is a very new case. It, it happened last year, so it most probably get completed towards the end of this year or next year, depending on how the trial goes and how, how many witnesses are brought forward. Um, and the, gen- the first gentleman will ask me what is the name of the book. The name of the book is Liwa, and it's available in store, so you can go to any exclusive books so take a lot. Um, But I wrote it as a series so that it is an ongoing conversation as the investigations of those particular cases that I followed unfold and are brought to a residence. And I think at that time we'll have enough information to say, okay, this is our result. But in terms of the rise of women killing men, I think it has been there. And as an investigator, you should know that there's an increase of woman killing, you should also look at the stats. But those those reports are provided by the SAPS to say what are the reasons, how many cases have been um, concluded, and where can we get the criminal reports and the court proceedings. Those are also public knowledge once cases are concluded. So I think we should look into that. But it is true, and as the previous caller Um, also confirmed that there are many other cases, including people in Pumalanga and Limpopo, where a woman has killed a partner. And it's so unfortunate that also the previous caller said the reason for his divorce was that he realized that his wife had some kind of mental issues, even though she was not properly diagnosed. So I think this is also one of the reasons why we're having this conversation today to say, is there really an increase... How is our criminal justice system doing? And what are they doing to really diagnose these kind of cases correctly? And what can women do in the process to not fall prey to killing or resorting to killing in the end?
1: Let me go to Lizzie. Good evening, a Lizzie. How are you? Strong, Lizzie. How are you?
6: Um, Now I'm even stronger. So now they do have Jackie there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patricia yeah, I think um, the 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 problem that we're having now. I was just listening to the ex police officer that just get off the the telephone with you guys now. He's saying in his years, they were never having cases like this that we are having now. That allows is supposed to tell our community that there's something totally wrong about whatever that is happening. Um, the, the, the people that called earlier, the anonymous and the other guy, they didn't even want to hear. They didn't even want to listen to it. They were talking about women treated as angels and anything. So it didn't even say anything that has to do with women being angels. I think if I listened correctly, when she started talking, she said there's some kind of animosity in each and every woman that is sleeping. And it wakes up when something triggers it. So if they can just listen to that and try to make sense of that, when each and every woman did what this meddling and stuff, if they can just want to know first what causes that, because there will always be something behind that. Women aren't the same. They are strong women. They are not so strong women. So if something happens, it will drive them to be mentally unstable. That woman that chose her children, I'm not saying she, she did something, what she did was bad. There, there's no explanation for that and everything else. But there's so many things that happened before she did that, obviously. And you can't kill your kids and wait for somebody to come and get you sitting there with your children dead. And then somebody's going to come and say what you did, you were murdering the kids and you thought about what you were doing. She couldn't run away. Now when people are going to talk about bad women and other women that are doing things and they're going to match that up with the women that are being murdered.
1: All right, we've lost Lizzie. Let me go to Donald. Donald, let's try this one more time. Good evening.
3: I'm, I'm good, in you? How are you?
1: Good, Donald. You were making a point earlier before your line cut.
3: Yeah. Well, I agree with most callers, but... Um we shouldn't make excuses for the ladies but now the truth is let's be honest here women have been dealt a road deal historically for thousands of years historically women have been oppressed throughout the course of human history and women tend to be held to a higher moral standard than men which is in itself immoral because god in the bible does the quite opposite he holds us men to a higher standard So with that said, my mother experienced abuse at the hands of my biological father, and subsequently at the hands of my father, who gained favor in the eyes of my grandfather, hence his uh, crimes were overlooked. However, in the same breath, we ought not to be hypocrites here, and I excuse some of the atrocities that women commit, because... In most instances, one thing I've noticed is that women tend to be their own worst enemies. Let's take, for example, the Kastasimania debacle, uh, and, and, I mean, with the the IWF trying to get out of athletics. The people who are behind that whole movement are other women. The lawyer, in fact, who argued uh, against Kastasimania not being woman enough is another woman. At churches, women are usually the ones at least this happens at a more, at a more, uh, 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 disproportionate rate. At churches, women tend to be the ones that usher young, vulnerable girls into the hands of these criminals who are masquerading as pastors. And when the pastors get caught sexually abusing and exploiting vulnerable young girls, women usually tend to be the ones who step forth and support, I mean, and defend yeah, the criminal who is pretending to be a man of God. So what I'm saying here is that we as society have to be sympathetic to the struggles that women go through. But in this, at the same time, we should not overlook some of the atrocities that they tend to be guilty of.
1: Most That's definitely. Thank you very much, Donald. Let me go to Thank some you. voice notes before we close off.
3: Hey, good evening, Mrs. Pat and our guest. Yes, indeed, this is a very, very sensitive topic. Uh, I I just wanted to say, I appreciate the way you ladies are handling it because in most cases when we listen to radio uh, or watch TV and this topic comes up, uh, people tend to bring emotions into issues, but uh, I really, I really must. Take my head off for you ladies, as ladies, to be so calm about it and uh, let us speak our mind on it. Thank you, thank you very much. We are learning a lot. Papa G here. Thank you very much. Good evening to you, Patricia and the guests. Uh, I really congregate with the WhatsApp. I was born in the 60s. I have never had a woman, you know, being associated with murder or head of any we had thrown a child away or murdered a child. I think this thing is it's a thing of the new. It's coming up with the generation of today. It was really Women were not associated with murder or any killings. It was the men that was associated with murder. It's Mark on the road from Devon. Thank you.
4: Good evening, Patricia. What a wonderful topic. So sensitive, but yet true. It's reality. Patricia, sometimes a woman or a mother do these things in order to protect the kids due to a piece of relationship from a husband or boyfriend. Yes, no one knows what a love from a mother for kids means. Society will label her many names and put many labels on top of her shoulders. And not so long ago, a few years back, Something like this happened within my family and it was just because of my family member wanted to protect her kids from abusive husband in order to know whenever she's gone that her kids are safe. So no one got the right just to label people out of nowhere a name without knowing what the facts is. So it's very important to know what you're talking about before you judge. Yes, it's wrong. If you commit a crime, you have to go to jail. But what if you commit something like this in order to protect someone? What do you call that?
1: Jackie, we need to wrap up our conversation, but we have not even uh, scratched the surface of this issue. And mm. it, it, it's it's quite a sensitive one, a very sensitive one. And um, th- there's no one who's condoning it, no one who's um, shielding it. But I, I want to thank you, you know, before you even give us your closing comments, I want to thank you for doing intensive research and uh, writing a book. Yes, it's not a factual book, but the the, the, the research is based on facts. So you are opening us up uh, as South Africa to this uh, phenomenon that's happening?
2: Um, Thank you so much. I mean, um, I think one of the reasons why I really wanted to write this book and continue doing research on this topic is that um, the world is really changing and women are really facing huge amounts of pressure from different walks of life, whether it's education, work environment, gender-based violence, trauma from childhood, or sometimes even mental issues, um, which I also look into, um, things like mental psychosis. It's, it's a real thing. Um, schizophrenic behavior is a real thing. Bipolar disorder is real. And we, we, we might look at it and say, well, this is a new thing that women are starting to kill. And as much as we can also say that, we must look at reactional killing. For example, the lady who just called now, and I'm so sorry that had happened to her family, but there's also what we call reactional killing, where a woman feels like the only way to protect her children is to kill herself and the children so that no further violence will be bestowed upon them when she's gone to work or she's not in their presence. And others will call it sympathy killing. Where you also might even poison yourself You say, okay, if we all die, then all this trauma, all this violence, all this abuse will stop. Um, yes, that is caused by that's caused by societal pressures. Um, it's called it's caused by um, family structures where you find sometimes the family is not stable enough to support the woman in, in them raising their children. So they they try to find other ways to. To get out of the situation. For an example, we're looking at this very pandemic, where women are losing jobs, families are losing um, breadwinners, and sometimes people resort to the unthinkable. And they think, okay, if I just kill my entire family, we will get out of debt, or we'll get out of um, this poverty or gender-based violence. So they resort to the unthinkable, or the worst of the worst. And that's where you see women taking matches into their own hands They kill their partners to to, to also not um, feel anything anymore. They want to end things. So um, it's growing and it's something for us to look at, to have conversations with our loved ones and see where their mental headspace is, especially now, because a lot is changing. A lot of people might resort to the worst of the worst. So it's important to check in. And I think this book will really help partners and family members and those people who are really struggling with mental illness to really look into their medical history and see if if they cannot get help before they kill someone.
1: Jackie, thank you so very much. And I'm hoping that we can have other conversation uh, around the research that you have done um, uh, that led up to you writing, Liwa. For those who'd like to get their hands on this book, it's well written, by the way. Thank you for my copy. Um, (laughs) How do they get their hands on the book?
2: So the book is called Liwa, L-I-W-A, and it's available from Take-A-Lot for those of your listeners who are still afraid to go into the malls. And for those who are comfortable going to the malls, they can go to Bargain Books, Exclusive Books, and um, Protea or Fanskike. That's where they can find the book.
1: Thank you very much, Jackie. Always such a great pleasure. Thank you so much, and have a blessed evening. It's exactly three minutes after midnight, meaning you already are in fry. Yay! I say yay because yo, yeah, Fridays are those good days, and uh, we're not coming back again for late night conversations because uh, yeah, it's our weekend. We'll be back for the late night conversations on Monday at 10 p.m. Can I close off with this nice message? I got a compliment from Farai. Farai, thank you so very much. He, he says, Patricia, I've said it before, and I need to repeat it again after tonight's show. The man who becomes your life partner is truly a lucky and blessed man you are truly a good woman and may God bless you excellent show out bonga. my weekend is made from the team and I may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.